Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. It is the Green Nurse podcast time. <laughs> Welcome to the Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of AFA, where we bring you hope and inspiration for growth and healing so you can start your day off the AFA way. And in case you've forgotten, Mark wrote a book, but Mark's <laughs> not here today. And we love you, Mark. Thank you so much for writing this amazing book based on your experience and how you worked through some challenges in your life. So this is a really good book for you all to consider and to, to check out. It's written by an amazing man who is one of Nurse Mark. He's here every day with us, Monday through Friday, as we do our daily shows. And, you know, we, we talk about a lot of things that people don't want to talk about on these morning shows. We like to go over various different subjects and have conversations. So to bring that hope, that inspiration and that growth for that healing. And usually what we do every every morning as we start off with a daily quote or a daily meditation or the daily love. And we're going to get into that in a minute, but I want to introduce to you my co-host from this morning. We have green nurse, Michelle Morris. She's here from Massachusetts. She did some co-hosting with me a couple of weeks ago when nurse Mark was in Paris. So I would love for you to introduce yourself to our guest this morning, give a little information about who you are and what you do in the cannabis space. And I just want to say I'm very grateful that you could be with, here with me this morning. Oh, so welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Sherry. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Uh, rubbing the sleep out of all our eyes this morning. Um, yes. So I began doing some consulting with the green nurses um, about a year and a half ago, which I have just fallen in love with doing. Um, I started out with CBD sales before that, and I'm still sharing that as well. And I'm also still a bedside nurse. So I have three different hats I'm wearing right now, um, two of which are in the cannabis community. So I'm very happy to be here and talk about um, our Monday morning topic. Yes. And it's going to be great because Michelle has a lot of wisdom to offer because she is also in the traditional system working as a bedside nurse. So this is going to be a really good one. And this morning's topic is, you know, you know us, we, we talk the daily love and how could it not be about love, right? It's really, you know, nurse Jamie, if you're out there, I, I remember the day that you got married. I said, I said to you, Jamie, what's it all about? And you put your hand on your heart and you go, oh, Sherry, it's all about love. And it really is, you know, it really is. So I'm going to take a little reading from Don Miguel Ruiz. He's one of my favorite authors and it's called The Mastery of Love. And it's a really, really beautifully written book. And it, 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 it talks about the Toltec culture and how the Toltec were a group of artists through not only the traditional sense, but he explains that they're considered to be the manner in which you live your life as your art right? The Toltec believe that life is a dream and that we're always dreaming even when we're awake. So the Toltec culture is a pre-Columbian Meso Mesoamerican culture that ruled a state-centered Tula Hildago in Mexico in the earliest post-classic period, period of Mesoamerican chronology. That's a bit, lot of big words. But anyways, this book is, is, has a lot of ancient wisdom in it. Don Miguel Ruiz wrote it. And what I'm going to be reading right now is has a little bit has to do with happiness and love. So what he says is happiness can only come inside of you and is the result of your love with a capital Y. Mm -hmm. When you are aware that no one else can make you happy and that happiness is the result of your love, this becomes the greatest mastery of the Toltec, the mm -hmm. mastery of love. 
Okay, so the mastery of love. So when I read that, okay, you have to think about, let's just think about outside in, inside out, right? If I am looking for someone else to give me what I'm not giving myself, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be really disappointed, right? So if I can cultivate my own relationship with myself and bring love to myself, I am gonna see through the lens of love a little bit more than I'm gonna see through the lens of fear. Mm -hmm. So the greatest mastery of the Toltec is the mastery of love and it starts with self, self-love, self-happiness. And how do we do that, right? How, how do we do that? How do we bring ourselves to a space of love and how do we bring ourselves to a place of happiness? Well, you know what I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> Right. Because honestly, you know, cannabis was a huge tool, you know, when I was going, and I'm sure Michelle, you know, you can correlate to this when people go from high functioning to not functioning at all, you know, going from living your best life to just merely surviving and existing, you, you, you lose a part of yourself. I know I did, you know, and, I, and that whole self-love I was looking for outside of myself because I was identifying with all the stuff I did outside in the world, as opposed to coming in and realizing that I am, as Mark says, AFA, exactly <laughs> as I am. It doesn't matter what's going on in the outside. It's about me going in deep down and pulling up different areas of myself, not instead of what I can't do, right? When we're sick, what do we focus on? Everything that we can't do. Mm -hmm. Well, it's time to reverse that and bring into some spiritual principles and focus on what you can do. Because at our essence, we are love. So what do you think about that quote, Michelle? Mm. Oh, that just, it speaks volumes. I mean, that, that's where it's at. If, you, if you're going to walk around in the world and be fingers pointing, you know, in all the time and how is it, how am I a victim and how is everything negatively affecting me? You're just going to attract more of that. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some self-love so that that's what you can put out to the world. Yeah. See, you guys, this is good stuff. So today's takeaway segment is really going to be about the essence of nursing is human caring. And that includes all of us taking care of ourselves, not just nurses, doctors, health professionals, but everything. And it's really, really important how we nurture our spirits and how that helps us to take care of others when they're suffering. And it's not just about being a clinician. It's about being a human being you know, and caring for other people. So before we get started on the Motivational Monday, um, I just want to say hello to the people that are joining us this morning. And here we go. Who do we have here with us? Thank you, Eric, for joining us. Laura, Brian, Eric. There's a green nurse that's in there that's commenting. I'm not sure who it is. Donna. <laughs> there is Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. And good morning, green nurse, Carrie Lee. Love to have you guys showing up this morning. You truly make it um, a great show, you know, it, it really do. It's, it's, it's wonderful to come on here and to start our day off in a way that a lot of people don't start their day off. You know, you can start your day off, you get out of bed and how can we become the best version of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. We got to take care for ourselves, love ourselves. And how do we do that? So thank you guys for joining us this morning. We're going to get into today's topic. And today's topic is really, really important to me. And the reason why is because I never learned about it in nursing school. It wasn't shared about in nursing school and that's the endocannabinoid system. And what really motivated me through my journey of you know, developing the green nurse and becoming a cannabis nurse and really coming out of the closet was when the National Council State Boards of Nursing 
put out guidelines, okay? So the National Council State Boards of Nursing is the nursing regulatory board that puts on the NCLEX exam where all nurses must be tested in order to pass to get licensed in that particular state. Yep. So it's a very, very well-known organization. And in 2018, that's three years ago, July of 2018, the National Council State Boards of Nursing put out guidelines in the Journal of Nursing Regulations for medical cannabis. It was a 64, I have it right here, a 64 page document, right? And what it states is that all nurses, all nursing students and all advanced practice nurses must have six essential areas of clinical knowledge when it comes to cannabis as medicine. I don't know about you, but that, that lit a fire under my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know, yep. especially, especially when I was plagued with stigma, I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. How could I be a nurse after all of these years and not know how to take care of myself and, and nothing worked? Mm -hmm. How with all my holistic nursing background and skills and everything that I learned, how is it that nothing worked for me? Right. And that's what we get into, you know, the endocannabinoid system, endocannabinoid system deficiency. And I am 100% convinced that if this knowledge was available to health professionals, we would 100% decrease the amount of suffering that patients go through today. Hands down, truly believe that. So right. Michelle, nurse you have your, <laughs> go ahead. You and, say? and nurse suffering as well. I mean, this is such a huge tool for us to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. So this is the part that's even cooler. We have the National Council State Boards of Nursing telling us that we need to take care of ourselves as mm -hmm. nurses. Okay, so let that sink in, <laughs> which is a good one. So let's just review really quickly. We'll go down one by one, um, the six different areas, and we're going to focus on one of them today, my favorite one, obviously. But number one, Michelle, I'll let you start about to start with that one. Um. Um, I'm not sure wh where you want me okay, to start. So it, here it is. So here it is. I'll, I'll start it. So under Motivational Monday, so 2018. So I'll read the first one. Okay. So the six guidelines that they came up with, we're going to just go through them really quickly. And then we're going to focus on the sixth one and talk about it a little bit more in detail. Okay. So the first one is the nurse shall have a working knowledge of the current state of legalization of medical and adult use cannabis use. And we've been going over that briefly each state by state as it starts to become legal in more and more states. And what we need to remember is that the information state by state is gonna be changing yeah. as we evolve with this plant and as legalization rolls out. So as nurses, we need to be aware of that. That's important, right? And what mm -hmm. about number two? Number two, the nurse shall have a working knowledge of the jurisdictions um, of medical programs. So the jurisdiction is the power to exercise authority over personal um, and think in a territory. Right. So each individual city, too, in Massachusetts, right? So right here, there, there's different laws. So some, you know, the more memorandums, they're going to allow it, they're not going to allow it. So this is where it gets really confusing for a yeah. lot of people. And hopefully, as we continue to roll out, it'll become more standardized. So it's not as confusing, you know, for patients and people in society. So right. that's two. So right. the third one is, and we cover this a lot, the nurse shall have an understanding of the endocannabinoid system, cannabinoid receptors, cannabinoids, and all of the interactions between them. So that is a really good one as well. And we cover that quite frequently during our morning shows. All right, all right number four. 
Number four is one that I get asked about a lot. The nurse shall have an understanding of cannabis pharmacology and the research associated with medical use of cannabis. Yeah. So what are patients asking you, Michelle? Um, they want to see research be behind, you know, will this help with this? Will this help yeah. with that? How can this help me? You know, I mean, they want to see the research behind it and it's there. Um, just it's a lot there. of people just don't know how to find it, where to find it. Yep. And here's the thing. You ready? Right now, I'm going to give you all a little hint right there. The Green Nurse Holistic Caring Community. We are filled with hugs and nugs, lots of love, lots of education on the endocannabinoid system and the safe utilization, including research. So definitely join the community. We'll talk more about that in a minute. So I'll cover the last, well, no, I'll, I'll do the fifth one. So here we go. The fifth one is the nurse shall be able to identify the safety considerations for patients' use of cannabis. Yeah. And we got to remember, you know, we all have an endocannabinoid system. You have infants, you have children, you have young adults, you have adults, and then you have the geriatric elderly population. And it's really important. We advocate for the safe utilization of cannabis. It's of our utmost importance. And so we are able to identify those areas and we've been sharing those with you all. And then the sixth one. Right. Number six, the nurse shall approach the patient without judgment regarding a patient's choice of treatment or preferences in managing pain and other distressing symptoms. Exactly. So that is the one we're going to focus on today because it's a little woo-woo. You need woo. I need woo. We all need a little woo-woo. <laughs> so, and it's important. It's really important. And the reason why it's so important is because through my own journey and a lot of the journeys of the patients that we work with, the very first thing that cannabis brought them was hope. Right. And that's my whole little tagline around come get high with us. We're here to decrease stigma around what it means to feel good and be high. H for hope, I for inspiration, G for growth, and H for healing, changing the dialogue. Because guess what? We all deserve to feel good. Right. So, mm -hmm. Mark and I last year, 2020, the American Cannabis Nurses Association Conference. We presented something a little bit different, and I wasn't sure how it was going to be embraced, but you know what? It was really, really critical, um, and the, our topic was spirituality is the root of cannabis care. So what we're doing is we're bringing in the spirit of plant medicine to our patients and educating them on all the various ways that it can help decrease suffering and improve quality of life. So the thing that's interesting about that in the traditional system, what do we usually do? We focus on body parts, disease processes, right? symptoms, medications, mm -hmm. pharmacology. If we're lucky, we get to mental, emotional care and rarely do we ever reach a patient's spirit. It's just mm -hmm. not how we're wired and it's no fault, fault of our own. So what we're really trying to do is bring more of that spiritual component through plant medicine and plant wisdom to really reach people and to help them to see things from multiple different perspectives. So when you think about this specific number six, quote for the National Council State Boards of Nursing, nursing we're going to break it down just a little bit. So if the nurse shall approach the patient without judgment regarding their preferred treatment, what does that really mean? Let's look at the word judgment. Judgments is a big word. And judgment is making a decision or forming an opinion. And basically, our minds are judging machines, good, bad, or neutral. And when we think about judgment, judgment doesn't come from that spiritual part of ourselves. Right? It doesn't stem from there. You know, when we think about when we're taking care of patients, there's really no room for judgment when caring for patients and even working with providers. You know, how I'll, I'll meet doctors and nurses that don't know this. 
And seriously, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh boy, what mm-hmm. the heck? You know, I start judging them up and down. I'm like, geez, you know, but here's the thing. I didn't know either, right? No room for judgment. It's about kindness, compassion, and empathy and meeting people where they're at. So we need to consider that spirituality is the root of cannabis care, and it might better serve people when we connect with their spirits first, right? right? So the American Cannabis Nurses Association um, scopes and standards of practice mentions human caring right in the document. It says it right in there. The essence of nursing is human caring. So Michelle, do you have that specific quote handy? Um, handy? Um, cannabis. Um, yeah, the cannabis nursing is both a learned skill, right? And a practiced art. Yeah. Um, and the cannabis nurse builds upon expertise from previous experiences with healing while enacting reflective practices to support growth towards expertise. There we go. It's a very holistic mindset. Absolutely. Um, And then human caring, the guiding moral idea of nursing. Uh, Human attempt to connect with others in order to protect, enhance, and preserve human dignity. And humanity with integrity as one supports a person towards finding meaning in illness, suffering, pain and existence. Right. Here it is. And sometimes we can't find meaning in it. Right. But what we can mm-hmm. do, if I, if I can't find meaning in my illness and my suffering and my pain, right, I can, I can shift over to what I can find meaning to in life. Right. And working through symptom management, working through spiritual principles, working through plant medicine, doing the best you can with what you have right here, right now, you know, working through these different processes you know, oftentimes we, we are getting able to get to a space where we can process what happened to us and continue to move on. That's called post-traumatic growth, building resilience, building courage, having the ability to continue to go on in the midst of adversity. And cannabis is a great tool to help patients do that, right? right. And there's some other important things too when it comes to scope of practice as cannabis nurses. And we just we need to remind clinicians but if you are in the cannabis space, you are a nurse, you just need to be really careful. We need to cover our butts, don't give medical advice. And remember, this is a key one. And, and when I learned this, I was like, whoa, we gotta be really careful about what we say. And because according to the FDA, only FDA approved medicines can make any claims to cure, treat, prevent a disease. So regardless of what we know outside of that statement, we just have to be really careful. You know, So that's getting off a topic, but I like to talk about scope and standards of practice so people understand that because it is federally illegal and because it is different in each state and because we don't know each state's nursing regulatory board is different even though the national council state boards of nursing says we must know that every single state boards of nursing is different and so we're still in the process of educating across the board mm-hmm. but getting back to human caring right so we you know honestly when I first started learning about Gene Watson's human caring theory, I cringed. I was like, and another part that I love is because you loved it. You know, I was like, oh, theory, how boring. My spirit freezes when I hear nursing theory because it's really abstract, right? But I'm going to tell you how I learned about this. So Dr. Carrie Clark, one of the former presidents of the American Cannabis Nursing Association, she introduced Watson's human caring theory um, in cannabis nursing and has written about it for a nursing program in Maine. And it covers... And she also covers this very topic in her book, Clark's Cannabis, A Handbook for Nurses. 
And that's where we wrote a chapter in there, chapter nine. So anyways, the theory is part of is about where we're at right here at the Green Nurse. So we work with both patients and clinicians and we educate on plant medicine and other progressive tools. So Jean Watson is, a, is an American theorist and a nursing professor who is best known for her theory of human caring, yeah. right? So do you have the notes in front of you about what, what Watson's human caring theory is based on? Yeah. Yep. Go over that. Okay, cool. Yep. So, um, so there's multiple parts. It's based on three different parts. The first one is humanistic psychology. So it calls for a person to look deeply within and with the knowledge that self-awareness is a prerequisite for self-growth. Okay. So that's the humanistic psychology. Then there's the Eastern philosophy portion of it. Spiritual principles, looking at the whole instead of the parts and focuses on similarities. So that's Eastern philosophy. And then her third part is the transpersonal psychology, spiritual psychology, whole person psychology, connecting with spirit and transcending the ego and self. There you go. Really good stuff. And one, one of my favorites is the Eastern philosophy. And here's the reason why it just reminds me of the entourage effect. Right. So the Eastern philosophy says that spiritual principles looking at the whole instead of the parts and focuses on similarities. So you think about the entourage effect of the plant. Mm -hmm. The whole of the plant is greater than its individual parts. Mm -hmm. So here's another really cool author who has written about this um, in Cannabis Health Index. Dr. Yu Blushing talks mm -hmm. about transpersonal psychology as both an art and a science in mind body medicine. So he emphasizes the transpersonal psychology as self-guided responsibility for problem discovery, right? You got to try to figure it out, sort out what's going on. Self-guided treatments, you know, being educated and empowered to make decisions that are best for you. Mindfulness, yeah. meditation, and prayer, tapping into different principles, pulling yourself out of the story to see if you can see things from multiple different perspectives to make the best decision. Right spiritual practices and that looks a lot and it looks different for each person yeah. and then self-actualization and connection to a deeper part of yourself or consciousness for healing so this was actually written about in the cannabis health index by dr Yu blushing really really encourage you to take a peek at that book because it not only covers specific disease processes but it also goes into the mental emotional spiritual states of those different disease processes and and actually he applies research so he's a really really cool author and i'll put his link up a little bit later and he's also responsible for canakees okay so canakee so here it is this is the, the cool part about this okay everyone I, i've been called woo woo and i don't care but we're at this point in time where we are marrying <laughs> spirituality to science and cannabis is a really good tool for that to happen as well as psychedelics, but we're gonna talk about cannabis today. So anyway, so I find it very, very fascinating how people in the space of cannabinoid therapeutic science researchers, nurses, coaches are really starting to allow the wisdom of plant medicine to help them to receive different types of information to work with patients. Mm -hmm. So Watson's theory of human caring. Um, do you see that next part, yep. how she describes? Yep. All right, cool. So transpersonal nursing. So that's that's what her um, theory of human caring is termed. Um, Watson describes a transpersonal nurse, okay, as one who has the ability to center consciousness and intentionality on caring, healing, and wholeness. 
rather than disease, illness, and pathology. This is everything about cannabis nursing right here. Um, transpersonal nursing caring, transpersonal caring focuses on helping patients achieve a more complete sense of harmony within the mind, body, and spirit through, through the use of caring interactions. There you go, caring interactions, right? The essence of nursing is human mm -hmm. caring, caring mm -hmm. for the entire human experience. So I'm gonna get back to Clark's Cannabis, a handbook for nurses, chapter mm -hmm. nine, which was released in January of this year. And so we did have Dr. Carrie Clark on one of our Wednesday night podcasts to promote her book. And many of us cannabis nurses, you know, have written and in the book and have been contributing authors. So it's a really, really rich book with the ability to tap into different nursing experiences. And Dr. Clark actually aligns an entire chapter with Watson's 10 Caritas processes as she pairs this with the art of cannabis care nursing. So what we're gonna do is we're not gonna go through all of them because we don't have enough time, but what we, um, we are gonna talk just a little bit about what they are. And week to week, we're gonna go through one of them one at a time and give you all examples because this is really, really important. The stories are really, really rich and it's through the storytelling, right? And, and how people are able to transform their lives with the essence of nursing being human caring paired with cannabis, paired with science, paired with research and how we're really able to bring new levels of wellness, hope and inspiration for patients to grow and heal. So Jean Watson is the founder and the director of Watson Caring Science Institute, and she's professor of Colorado's Denver College of Nursing, mm -hmm. and she developed these 10 processes. And what they remind us to do is to remember our focus is on human caring. I'm just going to say it over and over and over again, not curing, but caring and caring can come. And I hate to say curing, but can come miracles. You know, I've seen mm -hmm. it with my own eyes, you know? And so, like I said, next week, we're going to review them and we're going to provide examples as to how they're applicable to how we take care of patients and actually how we work with clinicians as well. Right. So Michelle, I, I just want for our viewers, I, I just want them to know too. And because I know that there's, you know, as COVID starts, the numbers start to go up, you know, being a nurse in the traditional system, and I did it for 25 years, was probably the one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my entire life. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard work. You know, you're not only taking care of your patient, you know, working with them, but you're working with families and all of the other people that work in the hospital, you know, to try to have the best possible outcome for, the, for that patient. And that can be challenging. You know, it can be challenging due to you know, the rules, the regulations, the corporate policies, what we're able to do, patient staffing, communication, the overload, you know, and, and I just want everyone to know what you did this weekend because <laughs> it's well, important, you know, it, and, and how, how we can apply, like what can hospitals do to apply caring of their own, mm -hmm. of their That's own. Other conversation for another day. But um, yeah, I learned Watson's theory 25 years ago in college, I'm on my 25th year of nursing at the bedside right now. And um, nursing at the bedside right now requires more, it's more, it's always more, it doesn't matter how many hours you own, you will be working more, and you'll be working harder. And the one thing that I now know that I didn't understand when I was in nursing school, is that this, um, 
you know, caring theory of nursing, it needs to apply to ourselves as nurses. And we're all getting that now because we have to, because we, we can only do so much and we can only give so much if and we can't give from an empty cup. So on Saturday, I worked a ridiculously, ridiculously long shift. How many and hours? Like 17 hours on Saturday. And that is part of my job requirement. No, it really shouldn't have been 17. It should have been 16 as a max, but these things happen. And um, I now know in years past, I would come home and punish myself for being tired the next day and just keep doing and doing and keep doing my to-do list. And I, I now know I need to come home on Sunday and do nothing, nothing. I need to do nothing or do whatever fills my cup. So that was a whole lot of sleeping and eating good foods and um, meditation. And that's what I, how I can take care of myself so I can go back and do the things that I love with a full cup. Right. So the theory Absolutely. starts with ourselves. It totally does. And I love that when you say, this is what I love too. This is, this is, this is really good. I'm going to, I'm going to catch you on this one. So here's the thing is you said, I'm doing nothing. Do no thing. Right. <laughs> but what you did do was you took care of yourself and, and that's the, and that should be on our to-do list. <laughs> be, you know, one right. of the things I heard someone say was, um, if you don't, you know, you should be meditating every, you know, for 20 to 30 minutes a day. And if you don't have time, then you need to make it an hour. So <laughs> you can't, so if you, if you don't have the time to meditate for 20 minutes, then you need to make it an hour. Right. Really, really. So it's just, it's seriously, right. that's kind of true. <laughs> right. Exactly. You have to find time for yourself. And, and, you know, I just got back, you know, I was away for a little while and it was really wonderful to unplug. I miss you all so much. I love being here. I love to educate, but it was really, really a good time. I remember, you know, at one point in time saying nothing for half a day, like talk, no talking. It was just silence mm -hmm. and music and nature, right? So pulling out to go within to process, to self-nurture, to self-love, to come back as the better version of myself, you know, so I can continue to evolve as a nurse in the space and help as many people as possible. And so, you know, that was just, and this is me in a job that I absolutely love. I love doing this, you know, but we still need to unplug. We still need to go in. And so this is what I'm encouraging all of you other health professionals and nurses that are out there we need you. <laughs> there is no one more important than you. And you deserve to feel good. You deserve to be self-nurtured. You deserve to be cared for. And here's the thing. And if you're cannabis curious, this is for all people, providers, patients, nurses, come to our green nurse, holistic caring community. You're all invited. It's free. It's a network. It's off of social media. There's a free introductory course to cannabis. We're starting a book club really soon. We're gonna be re reading Cannabis for Health, going through it chapter by chapter, which is free. You guys can all learn with us. All of the podcasts are up there, free monthly webinars. And then we have another section of Patient Portal. In the Patient Portal, there's a ton of information that's being re released daily. So this is for people that wanna get off of social media, that just wanna be in an environment we're focused on cannabinoid therapeutics and all of the progressive tools that support the endocannabinoid system in a private space. And you'll have access to us. You can, you can text message us right in the community. And so all of the green nurses have moved over to the holistic caring community. You know, we've already started to do a little bit of an announcement. 
as we are merging. So East meets West. Um, at the top of the page, we did a press release and it's gonna continue to evolve as we merge together. I'm really, really grateful for Elizabeth Mack for coming into my life. It was like we were building two platforms on, on different sides of the country. And now, you know, our visions, our missions, our passion, what we see in the cannabis space has come together. You know, we have this big vision of really truly changing the world through education and empowering and, and bringing patients what they need and not only patients, but providers, you know, because it is a, it is a two-way street. You know, the patients need the providers and the providers need the patients. And that's how we're all going to evolve together. Yes. So the community is just a really great place for you all to come. And we would love to have you there. You know, I've been getting censored more and more and more <laughs> as I continue to open up my mouth. Things are being taken down. You know, I got booted off of TikTok. Now I'm getting, getting, getting YouTube messages that my content is going to be restricted. So this is a space to come where you'll get it all. And you'll get tons of hugs tons of nugs and lots of love from people that are very, very passionate about this plant. Mm -hmm. So Michelle, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. Do you have any words of wisdom as we close out Motivational Monday? Um, just, just what we were just talking about. Fill your cup first. I mean, the world needs nurses right now and we need to take care of ourselves first. We need to set boundaries. We need to just think about ourselves as a whole before we think about what's going on around us. And that's huge right now. That is huge. Yeah. Big, 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 big. So thank you so much, Michelle Morris here in Massachusetts for co-hosting with me today. My name is Sherry Tuckus. And this has been a special edition of Nurse Mark and the Green Nurse Daily Dose of AFA. We love you all. And remember, it is about living your best life. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.